Connect the dots, my weekly market review, June 11th, 2023. It was quite an extraordinary week in financial markets and potentially a very consequential one. The S&P 500 closed on Thursday at a higher level than it was the day before the Federal Reserve first started raising interest rates in March 2022. In other words, the index has now officially erased more than a year of Fed-inflicted interest rate pain. By the time the Fed meeting wrapped up on Wednesday, we had already received significant correspondence from the trenches of the war on inflation. When the consumer price index for May came out the day before, we learned that retail inflation has now fallen to below half of last year's peak, but still remains well above what Federal Reserve officials would like to see. Overall consumer prices increased just 0.1% from April to May, down from the prior month's 0.4% increase for a solid drop in the annualized rate to 4%, down from 4.9%. The important core CPI readings, which strip out food and energy costs, rose 0.4% month over month and 5.3% annualized, emphasizing the heavy impact of declining energy prices on the headline reading. The producer price index PPI measure of wholesale inflation experienced by manufacturers, which came out early on Wednesday morning, shortly before the Fed interest rate announcement, showed an astonishing annualized rate of just 1.1%, well down from 2.9 30 days earlier. The year ahead inflation expectations from consumers dropped to 3.3%, which interestingly is exactly the annual level of inflation since 1914. Markets had already been pretty confident of a long-awaited pause in interest rates by the Fed the next day, but this inflation data sent the probability of no change soaring to 95% going into the Fed announcement on Wednesday afternoon. What suddenly became important, however, was the dot plot that the Fed releases quarterly with its interest rate decision. This shows the anticipated future trajectory of interest rates according to each member of the rate-setting committee. And while the Fed did indeed deliver an announcement of no change in interest rates this time around, a unanimous call, ending 15 months of non-stop hikes, the dot plot showed that 12 of the 18 policymakers penciled in a 2023 year-end Fed funds rate at or above 5.625 versus the current rate of 5.125 that they just left unchanged. So the forecasts implied that most of them expect two additional quarter-point rate hikes or one half-point increase across the four remaining upcoming meetings of the year set for July, September, November, and December. One committee member even foresees a full percentage point increase between now and New Year's Eve. Following the announcement of no change and the release of the dot plot, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, normally very affable and relaxed at press conferences, appeared rather edgy and irritable when faced with spikier-than-normal questions from financial journalists. The dot plot initially shocked stock markets, whose first reaction was to take a big swan dive. But most markets then quickly reversed back upwards when Powell noticeably failed to take the opportunity when it was offered to him by a reporter to commit to a rate hike 
in July. In the end, most major stock indexes finished Wednesday basically unchanged from Tuesday's close. Bond yields, which are market-driven interest rates, predictably surged in reaction to the dot plot, with shorter-term rates reacting particularly violently. With shorter-term yields moving higher, faster than longer-term ones, the benchmark inversion of the yield curve between the two-year and 10-year steepened further, pushing towards record territory. Once again, however, stock market professionals seem to be saying that the Fed's bark is worse than its bite, and they simply do not believe the dots, which frankly have a shaky track record of being ultimately correct. They're wondering aloud that if more hikes really are still necessary, then why not implement one last week? When it was thrown at him, Powell's answer to that question in the press conference was less than convincing. The sense hung in the air that a rather weak Fed was too afraid of causing a market surprise by raising rates when almost everybody expected them not to. Stand by for a lot of chatter from Fed officials and presidents in the coming days and weeks as they try to roll out the bank's messaging and probably get into a verbal war with a once again highly sceptical stock market, which essentially showed its middle finger to the Fed on Thursday by moving considerably higher, including a new all-time high for Microsoft stock. In contrast, the Fed's equivalent, the European Central Bank, ECB, showed much less concern for what the market thinks and raised its interest rate to 3.5%, the highest level in more than two decades. Unlike Powell, ECB President Christine Lagarde shut down debate and nuance and explicitly told everyone to expect even more hikes in the next meeting or even two as the central bank raised its expectations for upcoming eurozone inflation. This followed recent interest rate hikes from central banks in the UK, Australia, and Canada. The US Fed is beginning to look like a bit of an outlier. Having said all that, not a single dot anywhere on the Fed's chart indicated an interest rate cut in 2023. Realistic hopes of a swift Fed pivot to actually cutting rates are now in tatters. Powell even referred to the possibility of rate cuts as probably being a couple of years out in his press conference. The deemed probability of interest rates being any lower at the end of the year is now 0%, quite the turnaround from the 100% certainty assigned to this outcome by the market just six weeks ago.